Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List, where we occasionally talk about comics, movies, sometimes video games, or TV shows. I'm your host Lex, along with my buddy Murph, and each week, you can catch us rambling about all your favorite topics. If you enjoy this podcast, please like, subscribe, and share. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List. If you're here, then you know that we are just jumping back into the episode that we just recorded an episode about Spider-Man and a little bit of uh, some random things. This one's going to be very short because both of our phones are dying and uh, technology, baby. And it's late. Murph has to work tomorrow. I have to work tomorrow. It's so weird to say that. And, but hey, wait a second. You didn't do it, dude. You didn't do the thing. Didn't do a thing. What do you, you know, the thing you say, what do I say when I start? You know what you say. Hi, my name is Lex. <laughs> no, you say, we are live. Oh, we are live. No, no, I, I, do it the right way. Live. I know, What's dude, it? but I want you to do it the right way. They oh. need to hear this. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Wednesday Pool as we are live. Yeah! <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, dude, give uh, people what they want. As I mentioned uh, five seconds ago, this episode's going to be quick. We are here yeah, to talk about... Yeah, don't cut any of that out. To t- I'm not. I'm gonna leave it. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna talk about one thing and one thing only. This amazing show that I, I'm happy that a lot of my friends have been. Uh, I usually, you know, everyone has those shows that you suggest. You suggest shows to me that I never watch. I suggest shows to you that you never watch. All friends have those shows, but then we have the shows that we all watch, and this is one of them. This but in, my, one... in our in our tight circle, I feel like all of us are watching it. But as a whole, I don't feel like a lot of people are watching this, and I don't know why. I feel like it's gonna catch on. I, I've seen some people that I know that I that I would not expect to watch it, watch have watched it, and think it's amazing. So yeah. I feel like it's, it's gonna be one of those things that catch fire. Uh, we're talking about Amazon Prime's hit show. They ha- this is a hit show, I believe. Yeah, it's a hit. They ha- That's... they ha- they've have they have good shows. Uh, Jack Ryan is an amazing show. They have great shows. Uh, Bad this Omens. Is, this, yeah, this Bad Omens is good. This is by far hands and downs. And I'm not saying, like you said, Jack Ryan is not bad, but this show is the best show on Amazon Prime. Yeah, this is a this is a hit show. So uh it's the boys. It's based off of a comic book from the early two thousands. Very, very hard. Very hard R. The comic book is, I mean, raunchy. And it's NS thirteen. Wait, NC seventeen? NC seventeen. It's gross and it's rough and it's really hard to read. But it's it's good. It's one of those ones that you can't put down. Um, yeah. So if you're a virgin, <clears throat> Levine, plug your ears. You don't <laughs> want to hear this stuff. And don't 
Dumb. I had a spoiler alert today because uh, or yesterday we do that every we've moved over Murph's crazy spoiler alerts to our Instagram and our spoiler this week was related to the boys and I'm going to reiterate do not let your children watch the show because it it's rough <laughs> like it's not you know don't say oh I heard there was this you know superhero show on Amazon I'm let my kids watch it because within the first 10 minutes you're going to realize oh I, sh- I shouldn't have did this. Leave uh, the kids at home. <laughs> it's good. It's been great. Uh, I finished it. You finished it before me, mainly because Dude, I, I crack cocaine meth head been binge watched it. No offense to any crackhead meth <laughs> users we have out there that watch to listen to the show, but that I couldn't put it down. Couldn't I watched it, it in. I watched it in two days. Uh, you watched it in like a day yeah, and a half. A day and a half. Yeah, because I was only two episodes after. I had two episodes left when you had finished it. Yeah, and I could have finished it about six hours sooner, but I wanted to give myself something to do. I had a four-hour time slot that I had to do some stuff, so I was like, I'll yeah. just watch the last two episodes there. This yeah. show, like Netflix, Hulu, everybody, if Amazon produces at 75 to 80% of this level of this show, though with their originals, Netflix and play, people like that need to watch out. Like That's, well, you know, you know what that's how good thinking? the show is. Let's let's jump right into it because you know what I was thinking when I was watching it, even in the first, you know, like I said, a big scene at the beginning, as soon as it starts, I was thinking this is high quality, like HBO level record, like this isn't a oh, regular high TV level show. production, very very good quality all the way around, and and that's the thing, it sets the bar way high. Like I feel, to me, kind of. Uh, Scratch the I, surface ooh, with it. Yes. This is an R-rated adult. Ver- like, the, the Umbrella Cadets have grown up. Yeah. It, Umbrella Academy scratched the surface with the obscure superheroes. Kind of a new spin on superheroes. But this completely flips it. So and, and, let's, and let's be clear. Let's just, to give context, I would say that uh, Umbrella Academy would be more towards, like, MCU, if M- the MCU, whereas the boys is definitely a ripoff of the Justice League. Yeah, but 100%. not a not a parody, a mirrored alternate timeline. You know, Doc Brown, if you will. Yeah, hard R like superheroes flying in the air having sex with each other. <laughs> that's not an exaggeration. Yeah, that happens. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Yeah, this whole episode's basically we're gonna try to keep the spoilers to a minimum. But should we, or do we just tell? I mean, I'm I'm ready to talk about it. If you haven't seen the show yet, you know. Yeah, because you and I haven't talked about it. We I, I like that we do that. Like we both we'll see a movie and we like we save it for the show to talk to actually talk about it. Okay, but because if you don't have any context context about the show, it's basically uh, when superheroes abuse their superpowers instead of using them for good. The boys is a group. It's a group uh, that want to hold these heroes accountable because they they these heroes they for the cameras they're they're doing good and everything but they're like reality tv stars their vanity is really basically taking over their life they care mainly about the money they make money off the superhero movies based off of them and which they play themselves which they play themselves they they do events they get paid for all these things and the vanity is really what's important to them. Uh, and then they're really, they're like gross. They're like the yeah. grossest kind of people. They, they don't care about, they don't care about saving people at all. It's literally a job and behind closed doors, they talk shit. And what's funny is 
they what I like is they have real world problems. One of the episodes is filmed. Remember those VH VH1 TV shows where it would like the life of and it would do like a music group, but it was mm-hmm. the VH1 channel. They do yeah. an episode kind of like that where they're got that, you know, film crew where you're watching the episode almost like the office how it kind of pulls them to the side and talks mm-hmm. to them but it kind of it kind of has that feel to it and that's really i feel like in today's america corporate america that's how it would be if they were superheroes you got a corporation yeah. that's trying like to a, capitalize on these people like a mockumentary yeah to make yeah. money they're in it to make money and the stars of the show a a la the superheroes all they care about is their image and they don't give a shit if they save people or not it's just whatever yeah, one of my favorite things about this show, and this is going to be kind of all over the place, now, the Deep is he was one of my favorite actual characters in the the show. Yeah, he was good because the like you said, it is it's kind of a play on um, it's kind of like a backwards homage to the Justice League, and uh, a lot of times people realize or people say that Aquaman's kind of useless if they're not like you know they have the robot chicken episodes where it's like hey is that is that mission by the sea and like <laughs> no and he just stays around so Aquaman feels kind of useless and then this they really he does some really bad stuff and then they kind of get sidelined and he just kind of lives his life he has to move to Ohio <laughs> and that's like my favorite scenes man is with this mm-hmm. character which one? Who is your favorite character in the show? Now, okay, so you have to look at the show as two factions versus each other. The boys, who are essentially regular human beings, no abilities-ish, yeah. mm-hmm. that are, you know, a CIA, Blackwater, you know, black site people trying to expose and take the superheroes out. So would you like me to select one from each group? Really, I don't even necessarily think they're trying to take them out. I think they're trying to hold them accountable. Yeah, they just want them, you know, there are things that happen um, without spoiling things. This doesn't spoil anything, but, you know, in in real life, this would be this way. There is collateral damage when these superheroes come out and do superhero <laughs> stuff. Collateral damage to uh, infrastructure and, like, people, for example. People and, them, yeah. yeah, for example, in Age of Ultron, all those people died in that what was that place? Zemo's village. Wachovia? Yeah. Like, but except for in the boys, you get to see blood and guts. So yeah. the boys are like, hey man, these people need to be held accountable. They're out here accidentally killing people. Like mm-hmm. in the so you're right. It's just the whole accountability. So should I select a favorite character from each quote unquote faction or just overall? Yeah, you can do one from the the. I guess it would be the seven involved. I, okay, so the seven, aka Justice League, just for mm-hmm. those who haven't seen it, the seven. I really like Translucent. <laughs> yeah, he was okay. He was okay. I, I don't want to say the deep because you already kind of talked about the deep. Although he is probably who I kind of center towards the most. Yeah. Um. I just Homelander is Superman basically in the show. So. Yeah. I will say this. I will say, as a comic book reader, a lot of times when these shows and movies come out, it's second nature or first nature to automatically compare them to the comic books. And I've gotten very good about not doing that as I got older. But uh, at the show, the show holds fairly true to the comic, which makes it, you know, which gives it a plus. Uh, But Homelander, out of all the characters besides Butcher, the Homelander is pretty much 100% spot on taken from the comic book. So so how about this? Go ahead and fill the folks in for all the losers that haven't watched the show yet. Let them know 
go through the seven and just kind of, I guess, just give the Justice League comparison just to make it easier. So go through all the seven? Uh, yeah, just go, just briefly. Just let them know who their name and what their powers basically are. Yeah, you know, Homelander's basically Superman. He can fly, super strength, vision. Wow, I had, a, I had uh, a list. Give me one second. Uh, so oh, Homelander, okay. Homelander is basically, like you said, Superman, except he's uh, – He's like a mix between Superman and Captain America. So they've made like if Superman really dove deep into the uh, patriotism, like his his cape is an American flag. Like he, he loves baseball. He grew up a baseball kid. He's yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes. You know, he's he's what you would imagine like a Superman Captain America would be. He ha- he's unstoppable. He can fly, laser eyes. He's bulletproof. Uh, he's Superman. Uh, there's a character. His name's Black Noir. Uh, I don't really know much about his character in the show because he's only in there a few times. He, but he's what you would imagine is Batman. In the comic books, he has super strength. He and the show portrays him as. I feel like they've given him super strength in the show. Yeah, I would imagine he has to. He fought. Um, he's like a female. ninja. Mm-hmm. He fought the female, and she has ridiculous strength. So, and he didn't. She didn't kill him. So, I would imagine he he has to have some sort of super strength. But he's like a stronger Batman. He's, you know, operates in the darkness, uses a bunch of blades and things like yeah. that. Yeah, that's Park, like he's he does a the spy park, slash parkour yeah. in the shadows. He's completely all black. Never talks. Never talks. Uh, let's see who we got next. Queen got Maeve. Queen, Queen Maeve. She's the empress of the other world. She's Wonder Woman. Uh, I don't, she can't fly. She can't fly. No jet, has, no lasso. Yeah, but she has the super strength. So she's basically a Wonder Woman. Uh, in the comic book, she can fly, but in the show they didn't do that um the deep let's see uh the deep he's a cool character he's aquaman basically except what they did in here which that's a spoiler i don't want to say that because i thought that scene was really cool when they showed him take off his suit oh yeah and in the comic book he's just a guy in like that old school uh hard helmet diving helmet yeah old school diving suit and you don't really ever see his face uh, and they made him really vain in the show. Really handsome guy. Kind of super douchebag. <laughs> cares about his image only. Totally cares about his image and how he looks. And doesn't give a shit about anybody else. But then you can see you can see him start to not like get over it, but really start to think about, you know, what what he has going on. A train, he's the flash. He's a character that I didn't like at first on the show. Like the first episode, I was just like, I don't really like this guy. He's super cheesy. He's super like, yeah. yo, what's up? Like, he, they almost give him like a, I don't like it because they almost give him a hip hop, like, yeah, you know what I mean? I, that's kind of stereotypical. I don't know. And it, it was, but it, it, they did it right because it, it was good. Like, it, cause he was, they made him dumb. Yeah. I guess once you peel the layers back on the onion, you yeah. kind of, because uh, it, it's little things that you have to notice. One of my favorite scenes is he goes to the hospital. With, uh, Translucent was supposed to go see this kid, this can this kid with cancer at the hospital. Make a wish, make a wish, kid. And Translucent, spoiler alert, gets murdered. Whoa, uh, dude! I thought we were going to do that, dude. So I, I just it happens. It gets Whoa, murdered. no! I thought we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> okay, so he can't go. So A Train goes, and uh, it's hilarious. It's kind of dark because it shouldn't be hilarious. But uh, but it's so funny, and you can tell he's just kind kind of dumb. And he's like, "Hey, kid, when you get stronger and you get out of here, I'm gonna uh, teach you how to run as fast as me." 
He's just saying like a lot of dumb. And he like looks at the doctor, and the doctor's like shaking his head no. Like, yeah, he's like no. And then he's like, the kid's like, "Where's Translucent? I want Translucent." He's like, "Well, he's on a secret mission." He goes, "I'll tell you what. Next week when he gets back, we'll come up there." And the doctor kind of shakes like, his head. Yeah, no, yeah, he ain't man. making it, man. <laughs> so he's like, "All right, kid, good job," and leaves. Yeah, and then so the head of the company, uh, whatever her name is, Stillwell. Stillwell. Uh, yeah. She she basically says to one of their PR agents, like, "Why he has to be scripted." Like if he's not scripted, he you know, and they literally like have PR people, like image people, like uh-huh. they have publicists. And so that's the thing. Anytime he talks and he sounds like that hip hop douche, you have to realize that he's being scripted, and he they tell him to say these things. But, but he's <laughs> he's just kind of a douchebag, like, yeah, he in is. real life. Because like whenever he he sees Huey like three times after they have they their relationship is one of the main parts of the show, but. Each time he sees him, he doesn't even remember him, even though this is a hyper tragic and emotional connection between them. He doesn't even know them. I would equate it to like, this is really dark, but this is a dark show. I would equate it to being like sexually assaulted by someone and then seeing them and not remembering that person. Not to be insensitive, but like you would remember like, right? Like, would you? I don't know. I've never been sexually assaulted. Maybe that was a bad. Maybe that was a bad. Yikes. Anyways. All right, so this is gonna be the second episode, folks, that we had a kind of hiccup. I'm gonna I'm gonna write an angry letter to Anchor and say, hey, I don't know why we can't do a, a 30 minute episode without having to stop. I thought you stopped it because you know I was in my dug myself in a hole. But no, but you were equating uh, Atrian's relationship to Huey Howe. Uh, let's just say, like, say someone, you were standing in line at a grocery store having a conversation with someone, like, in line, and then they stole something from you. Uh-huh. You will probably remember that person if you saw them. Like, if you saw them, you'd be like, hey, that's the person that stole my cell phone. Yeah. Like, the thing that happened between them two, you think he would remember that, man. But. Yeah. I don't didn't. know. He didn't. Yeah. It's like, Translucent is a character, um, that's cool. He, I don't really know much about him because I, I, I don't have a background on him. He's basically yeah, he, invisible, man. Yeah, he's a character they made for the show. Um, he's not in the comic books at all. He can basically turn invisible. But I, it, I, what I thought was cool was uh, that they also gave him, like, he's impenetrable. Like, he has diamond skin. Yes, yeah, and he's actually not invisible. He's tra- literally translucent. Like, his skin, yeah. it's, yeah. He's, it, he, it can, like, he has, like, reflective skin. What's weird is I don't think he has super strength. I think he is strong. But I don't think he has super strength because he fights a human in the show and gets beat. I mean, he gets beat up. Yeah. And But, however, he's impossible to kill-ish. Like, from the outside, you can't shoot him. You can't drown him because they talk about it in the show. You know, they tried to drown him when he was in another country. It didn't work. So, Yeah, I, yeah, I forgot about that. That's yeah. weird. But he uh, he's invincible, but he's not. He's a cool. He's he was cool. I liked it. Yeah, in the comic books, his character is is again, it's not there. But they have a character. He's an alien. His name's Jack from Jupiter. I imagine that would be kind of hard to do, um, just because yeah. you know aliens. That I'm gl- I'm glad they didn't do it. Honestly, it, it translucent was better. And then the last of the seven is Starlight. Is that her name? It was Lamplighter. You you don't see you see a picture of Lamplighter in the show, and but you don't ever see him. Yeah, and he has a very important part on it, but that's 
I mean, doesn't he basically light? He could control fire, basically. Yeah, yeah. And he he's the reason why the first version of the boys disbanded. So, but the new member of the seven, which is what you'll see throughout the whole show, is Starlight. She's she's from Iowa, uh, Des Moines. She's just a hometown Christian church just, camp girl. That, just, yeah, just sweetheart, American sweetheart. She's uh, she has cool power. Her powers are like Jubilee. Yeah, but like a more extreme Jubilee than yeah. fireworks. She can actually like blind you with it's like stars. And she can much. she almost and her she can project that light into a force and like force punch you with it. Yeah, and knock you back. Like, yeah, kind of like lazy because it was when she was fighting. Uh, a train at the end, they were like lasers. Yeah, Which, but she she's like you know, she's like a better version of Jubilee. Jubilee's yeah. powers suck. Man. Yeah, I was being kind of <laughs> I was kind of being sarcastic with the Jubilee thing, but I didn't know who else to compare it to, man. I mean, but I mean, it's I mean that's a good one. She's like a, she has what, some. She is she is stronger than the average man. She is yeah. I would say she's what probably five times as strong as man. Yeah, yeah, because she's I mean, a small, she's a small lady. And, she and was again, lifting saying, a car, like she lifted a car up, but she was struggling to lift the car up. I mean, granted, not, that's that's freaking strong. And I'm not saying ladies are weak, small ladies are weak, but she's a, a very small lady. I would say 100 pounds, 110 pounds. Yeah, and they they equate her power like she's not, uh, she's not Queen Maeve, who's you know can at the beginning of the episode, first episode, Queen Maeve jumps in front of an armored car to stop it from running over some kids, and she like goes through the car because she's so damn strong, you know, like... Yeah, splits it in half, pretty much. Yeah, but, like, Starlight it would probably not... It wouldn't kill her, but it definitely... She wouldn't, like, stop it, you know? Yeah, I feel like it would... I feel like it would hit her. Like, it yeah. wouldn't... She wouldn't rip it half. Yeah, because she was... She was lifting that car, and she was also punching. So she has, dur- she has durability. She was punching the concrete wall of her house. And her mom's, like, a Bible Belt, like, crazy mom that like wants her to be in all these pad superhero pageants as a kid yeah, she's like a she's a pageant mom you got to think the world is used to superheroes so it's not out of the norm for these people to be walking around unknown and stuff like that yeah so that's the seven uh, that's but the seven. and then you have the boys the boys it's a, like it's like Murph said earlier it's like cia kind of like uh ragtag group under the radar group that wants to keep uh that wants to keep the uh, superheroes in check. So you have in this current version, you have Billy the Butcher. And let me go on record for saying we're going to talk about the differences between the shows and uh, in the comic books. In the show, they don't have any. Any of the boys don't have any powers. They're basically just using their resources to to take down these heroes, which I thought was cool because it. it Basically, the superheroes get their powers from this drug called Compound V, and they're basically not using that to just show that, hey, humans are capable, too. But in the comic books, they all uh, use it to to fight. I mean, honestly, it makes sense. It's smart (laughs) Mm -hmm. to fight the superheroes, so they all use it. So, But I like in the show that they have their, like you said, resources, their cunning. Uh You know, that's what makes it cool because you see in the show – the people that really know how the supers are, like the people that know these superheroes are pieces of shit, like you can tell they truly fear, like Homelander, for example, and mm-hmm. other super. They're scared of them, but like the boys, they're not scared. They respect the strength and powers, but they're not. They're not afraid to take a fight to them. 
Yeah, and it's not saying that they in the second season because the show was approved for a second season before it premiered. It it's not saying that they won't take this compound V to fight the superheroes because honestly, it's very out in the open now. Like they 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 can't work in the shadows pretty much anymore, so they're gonna have to do something. And but Billy the Butcher, he's the leader of this version of the boys. He's a sick dude he doesn't really care about and he cares about his team kind of he's very manipulative he gets the people to do what he wants he has a a hardcore vendetta against homelander he apparently is probably ex-military type he's got to be he's played by carl urban in the show and carl urban uses his new zealand accent and it is my favorite i love carl urban he is so he gets he does not get a lot of credit he's very versatile he plays in a lot of Good shows, and if you don't remember who Carl Urban is, he's in Doom, he's in Star Trek, he is also in um, Judge the Judge Dredd remake. So that's who Carl Urban is, and he is God, he's so funny, man. He's yeah, my he's second, three, he's, he's my second favorite. Bo- yeah, he's my second favorite boys character uh, on the yeah. boys on that side. Huey's my favorite. He's my he's in three superhero movies uh, as of now, or three super. He plays in three superhero or comic book characters. He plays Judge Dredd. The mm-hmm. Executioner and Thor Ragnarok. Yep. And now Billy the Butcher. And uh, he was also he was also Vaco in Vin Diesel. What is it? Pitch Black. Oh, Pitch Black. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He wasn't that. He's been around, man. He's good. He's he's yeah. really good. Anyway, you have Huey Campbell. Huey Campbell. They call him Wee Huey in the in the comics. I don't know if they call him, actually call him that in the show. Nah, they just called him Huey. And. He's just a normal guy, man. <laughs> he's kind of a techie guy. Like he, you got to think he's our generation. So he grown, he's grown up. He worked in an electronic store, so he kind of knows how to work all that stuff. Yeah, but in comparison to the world that he gets thrown into, he's just like a normal. Oh guy. yeah, he's definitely a normal guy. But he adapts well. He just kind of has a person who adapts well, um, and I yeah. think that that he just has a personality that he's able to adapt. He, like I said, yeah, he's just he's a good character. I, it's hard to explain him without watching the show or reading the comic but you'll see if you haven't watched it or if you already have i mean you can disagree with me on our ig or our twitter but he's i think very he, important to the story he sure. is very important to the story and he does contribute yeah without a doubt in I mean, the best ways yeah yes because uh, because these guys are older and with their wet works and their shit you know their shadowy ways that they operate they're old school so they're like bugging apartments they're bugging you know they're not with the times and he is you know he works in the av store he's he's familiar with all kinds of surveillance technology just computers in general he's kind of their detective he's kind of like their put it together guy you know what i mean yeah he's like well we don't you know you don't have to do that there's one scene where they try to bug this lady's apartment and he's like what what it's like old school detective stuff and he's like yeah no you don't have to do that anymore we can just (laughs) go through her wi-fi network and get on her laptop that way uh, so he's a good character. He's basically, to me, he's uh, he represents like normal people in this superhero world. Uh, he does adapt very well to the situation that he puts in, but at the end of the day, he just and what and and what I like about it too is the beginning of the show. You find out he is like a super fan of these people. He's got all their action figures uh-huh. and everything. So to see him really see who these people really are, he has a very 
very good character arc and transformation throughout the eight episodes. Yeah, and and in, and in the show, he represents the general population as you know the fans. They love these characters, and they have no idea because he didn't have any idea how douchey these people were until he gets into the inner world. And so he didn't most- he didn't want to participate. Like, and when he found out Billy Butcher wanted to like take these guys out, he's like, I no, I don't want to do that. You know. Yeah. So the most of the world thinks these guys are superheroes the way they are, but then, you know, someone has to hold them accountable, so that's mm-hmm. where the boys come in. There's another character. His name's Mother's Milk. He's my favorite character. I feel like he's going to get more... Um... Well, but the Butcher's my favorite character. Carl Urban, he killed it. But Mother's Milk's probably my second favorite character. I feel like he's going to get way more uh, story in the second season. Because they, they're very mysterious with how... He's... You know, he was really good and he was really methodical and everything he did was great, but they were really, they glassed over his background, like his history. Like physically he is their muscle of the group, yeah. but he doesn't come off as their muscle. Like, he, But to me, he was the one that put everything together. Like he was the organizer. He, he, people. he, he was very investigative, although yeah. he, they want you to just look at him and go, that's their muscle. His name's Mother's uh-huh. Milk. He's a beefcake, but he's actually very cunning. And like, hey, I gotta call you back. I'm onto something, kind of thing. Yeah, and he had he had all the connections. He uh, he was really smart, but there were there were some moments where I was like, what? I mean, give a little backstory on Mother's Milk. I mean, on his name, uh, Mother's Milk in the comic book. He uh, he gets his powers. I, I I don't remember exactly what his powers were or whatever. Uh, they're basically all just have like super strength. Yeah, he, he's basically he has enhanced strength and agility, uh-huh. not well, on the level of the seven. And let's yeah. explain why. His his mom worked in a, uh, and I might get this wrong. It's been so long since I've read the book, and I'm trying to reread it. But uh, his mom worked in a factory that produced this chemical V or compound V that the superheroes are made from. And it got trace amounts in her skin, and so that, and she had you know children, and so that trace amount gets uh, passed on through her children and uh, through her be- breast milk. Well, mother's milk, you know, he, obviously he's he's highly intelligent. He has crazy OCD. And, well, he has a brother that is uh, m- mentally slower than uh, you know normal kids, and. Um, he d- becomes dependent on that V or on that ca- compound V and then he ends up dying. And, and so he, Mother's Milk develops a hate for them. So that's where he, his hate is, but he's, he, sir, he's a heavyweight championship. Yeah. And that's kind of where you get, he's, he's a little more than the average human, yeah. but he's not on the superhero level, but he can, he can take. He can defend himself, I guess. But like against Homeland or something like that, he probably doesn't stand a chance. But yeah, in the comic muscle. book, he doesn't. His uh, his powers don't manifest until he's older. Uh, he's like I said, he's a heavyweight boxing champion after he joins the military or whatever, and he uh, accidentally killed uh, his opponent in the ring by punching his head smooth off, and so that's when he's like, yeah. Then powers. he gets well. Then he gets recorded recruited by the. Uh, Boys. The first boys, yeah, Mallory, and but yeah, that's that's mothers. I feel like they're gonna do more with all of the characters. Mm-hmm. With there's only eight episodes, and they managed to squeeze in just enough story of each of the boys. And that's another thing that's impressive is they were able to get 
as much information without feeling clustered. Like when it was over, I was like, I want, I need more. Yeah. And the other, and another character is the Frenchman. He's cool. Frenchy. He's, uh, he's, he's their a, weapons yeah. and gadget a, guy. He's an arms runner, basically, in the show. And it, for, for the most part, he is. He's uh, he's their Q, but he's tactical. In the, in the comic books, he's he's way more. He they they got it pretty close. He and they call him the Frenchy. He's Frenchy because he's French. He has a French mm-hmm. accent. Yeah, he has all his military knowledge, ballistics. He knows how to go off the grid. He's they're all like secret agents. I feel like they all have a base level uh, secret except, agent except knowledge. Huey. Except for Huey, yeah, he's just like a, again, a normal guy. The last um, character of the boys is the one of the ones in the show that got the most um, story arc. I feel like or character development. I feel like they put a lot into her female. character, the female, and that's literally show, her name. Yeah, in the show they gave her a name, which they never did in the comic books. Her name is Kimiko in the show, mm-hmm. I think. And but yeah, in the comic book, her name is the, the female of the species, and they just call her the female. She's uh, she has superpowers. They dosed her. They've been dosing her for years with the compound V. So she's like, I think she is strong enough to fight. Uh, what's his name? Homelander. Homelander. Honestly, she's but just not she, experienced enough. And she's so mentally messed up, and he's very cunning, and yes. that's what I like about him. He's really really smart, and. So he would, and he has laser eyes. He's he freaking messed up so many people. But just she that. she took some serious damage from Black Noir. Oh and... yeah, and she has the she has the Wolverine thing that we talked about mm-hmm. in previous episodes where she took a fatal gash. I mean, from like he cut her bone, in half basically. Hip bone, yeah, hip bone to neck, just gash. Which anybody would have been dead. You would have been disemboweled. But then she came back from it. So. She grew back together. Yeah. So she. She's she's a she's a beast. She's their muscle, honestly. Yeah, she really is. Um, but she, like she said, she was captured at a younger age. Uh, this show, her backstory is she's a is it Vietnam or Korean? She's in one of those countries. They she gets captured as a little kid um, and becomes a rebel fighter, and then she gets captured by the V by the by Vought, the corporation, mm-hmm. and they just start like Lex said, dosing her, dosing her, dosing her, dosing her. So she's really mentally unstable. They reel her in in the show a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. She's a mute in the comics. She does. She doesn't speak in the show that I know of, but I can't remember. But she is. No, she doesn't, she she doesn't, doesn't speak, but she knows what's going on. But it's nice to see that they kind of reeled her in where they can almost control her. Like keep you know, before you know she was all over the place. Now they can kind of point her in her direction and go. And, and she's starting to and like. She, yeah, she protects them. Yeah, she, she's very protective of them by the end of the series. Yeah. In, in the in the comic book, she's always there, but they save her in the uh, in the show. So that that's cool. Those are the two groups, pretty much. There's there's other members they talk about, like I talked about Lamplighter. There's Mallory, and there's Mallory. also B level heroes walking around. Yeah, there's a teams. There's which I'm sure we'll see more of. There's like an X Men team. There's like a Teen Titans team that A Train used to be part of. And then uh, there's just there Haley Joel Osment has a really cool cameo in it. Oh, me- that Mesmer? Yeah. yeah. He basically can touch you and read your past and your thoughts. But as a little kid, he was in a TV show 
like Doogie Hauser. Yeah, like Doogie Hauser, and it was a crime show. So he would like in the interrogation room, he would touch people like that's the person who did the killing. Well, they recruit him for help. He's at like this Comic Con conference, signing books and taking pictures. He's washed up, you know, and uh, he's got that power, but he's nothing special, right? So there's a lot of those yeah. type people. Well, he does, I mean, there's and he's he's part of a group, but he does uh, like most of those people. They do they get paid and they do sketchy stuff and then just like in the real world when celebrities do sketchy things they kind of get you know shamed from everyone and getting take took out of you know the, the light, limelight. limelight so that's where his character is kind of down on his luck it's like a scrub and make, if i'm not mistaken they mentioned there was only about 250 superheroes right in the in the yeah. and it's all in the u.s conveniently mm-hmm they're only but in then, the U.S. But then they start popping up elsewhere because yeah. what's his name went around. Oh, like never mind. <laughs> but it's a good show. Uh, like I said, I mentioned some of the differences, but I feel like there's not that many that you have to talk about. Uh, Huey uh, has; they all have powers, so that's a big part for me that was different. But again, I thought it was good. So I feel like they didn't need it. On the production side of it, a lot of people know this, but. Obviously, each episode uh, had a different director for the most part. However, some of the writers and I would say creators to really get the show going, uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. So everyone knows who Seth Rogen is, super bad. Mm -hmm. And then Evan Goldberg is his childhood friend that one of the Evan character from Goldberg was uh, super bad was based off of. They actually were um, they have creator credits on IMDb, so they were kind of a driving force, and I'm sure that's why the production is where it's at because you had two yeah, they, very they accomplished them, folks. Uh, their names popped up on the yeah. Uh, they had cameos in the show, on the credits, yeah, yeah, and they get credits, yeah. So yeah. it's uh, it's it's an amazing show. IMDb gave it nine point one stars out of ten. Now here's why I'm a little disappointed. Rotten Tomatoes, and I have my thoughts about Rotten Tomatoes, but it's only at a seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and that is severe um it was underscore it should be it's that's where we're sitting at right now on uh, july 30th down i thought it was 90 the other day and it's only on 79 percent, and that is a tragedy it's it's do not please this is a 99 percent. is that the actual rotten tomato score or is yep. it the yep uh, it's the actual rotten tomato they have the two. They have like seventy nine. The, the audience score is ninety four percent. The yeah. tomato meter is seventy nine percent. That's weird, man. It is weird. It is. It is a ninety five plus percent score. It's gory. Show. Maybe the critics don't like the gore. I don't know. What are they? What do the reviews say? I mean, look here. Let me see. The boys isn't bold. Isn't the bold deconstruction of superhero tropes its creators seem to think it is? That's. I disagree. With that, here let me yeah, look at some of the rotten scores. A, it's not. It's not like the people that made the show made this show to to do that. You know what I mean? Here's yeah. Think- here's another negative comment. The boys fail to be truly subversive in a way that count more than just waging a middle finger at M Marvel CEO Kevin Feige. I don't think they're trying to point the middle well, finger it, at Kevin. Well, Feige. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like this comic yeah. book is is 20 years old. Like they they didn't have the superhero movies that they had back then. This this show this show is based off an old comic book. So I don't know why these these people don't understand that. It's like that that's not what they're trying to do. When they wrote when they wrote this back in the day, they were just they were offering a different spin on the same old comic book stories that gets recycled all the time. And, and like this one, the title may be the name of the badasses tasked with taking these mega human weapons of mass destruction down. What it's really referring to is its ideal demographic. What? I don't even know what that means because 
the demographics are very diverse in the show. Yeah, my right? wife loved it. My wife couldn't stop. She watched. She finished it before I did. Yeah, I mean, it appeals to men and women. And if he's talking about demographic, this is a David Fear from the Rolling Stone on on Rotten Tomatoes. If he's talking about like diversity demographics, is am I reading that wrong? Like there are know. there's people of French, uh, Middle East. Yeah, I mean, African American, like American. Well yeah, it's very. I don't. I don't get what he's getting. I mean, that's just. Wow, that's weird. I usually don't take a stand on, but I, I this show was great. It changed a little bit of the story, but in a good way. They always so, do. Yeah, but you know, sometimes they do it in a in a way that's like what, like Batman vs Superman. They changed that story, and I was just like, why? And I think here in a couple, and probably another couple weeks, I'm going to watch the whole thing again, just because it was. I, I need to watch it again, not because I missed anything, but. You know how it is once you see something. Yeah, I'm gonna you're... I'm gonna watch it again. I fell asleep during uh, one episode, so I missed I missed like 20 minutes in the middle of one of them. So I need to go back and watch it. I just want to watch. It, I want to watch it because it's that good. And I don't yeah. don't normally watch series again. I'll watch movies again, but not series. But I, I kind of like I kind of like the eight episodes. Like I want more, but I'm kind of yeah. Know, my attention span. Yeah, eight eight episodes was perfect, but I don't want to wait a weird a weird. Yikes. I don't want to wait a year for the next season. I want this thing out in the next six months, which it won't be. It won't be. It'll be a year. And surprisingly, the cast, other than Carl Urban, I didn't really recognize a lot of these people, but it was great. And maybe that was why it was so good, because it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, some of these people, they have quite a bit of acting credits. Um, I knew A-Train. A-Train was in Shaft. Yeah, A-Train was in Shaft. And then apparently Huey is Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son, yeah. and he looks just like both of them in the face. He looks like, exactly. It looks like both of them combined together. Yeah, he it's has so Meg weird. Ryan's cheekbones before all of her surgery. Simon Pegg's in it. Yeah. Um, he's And Simon Pegg, the cool thing about Simon Pegg is when the original comic book came out, the creator said, this is the this is it. When I'm writing this, this is it's you that I'm picturing. And he gave them, he gave the creators the uh, the ability Mission. to use his likeness in the story because he said, "Hey, man, you know, I've always wanted to be in a comic book. That'd be kind of cool. And if you actually read the comic book, he looks exactly like him. It looks, so, it, it, yeah. So it's really cool that they put him in the actual show because yeah. he's older now. So he's not, he doesn't play a big part in it, but it's cool. It's just kind of a cool homage. Hey, he's in yeah, there. It's very, he's like a a pretty big actor now." Yeah, I would agree. So it's cool for him to, to bust. I mean, Carl Urban. I feel like those guys do things that interest them, which I feel like is the way to go. He, the show, you, don't walk, don't jog, sprint to go watch this show. Yeah, I would like to have Just, a conversation with someone that didn't like it. And yeah, let us know why you didn't like it. I so if like you didn't like well. it, and I'm not gonna, I'm not one of those people that say, "Oh, you're an idiot. You didn't like it." I, I would honestly, that's like me. To see it. <laughs> because my wife had no context, and she's usually like pretty, like, ah, that's dumb with superhero stuff. But she really, but yeah. And what I like about it is, yes, superheroes are kind of worn out right now. But this is a fresh take on it, like. It's not it's almost, you have you don't have to not, watch ten movies. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's almost not. You don't have to watch all the movies. Movie. Yeah, I agree. It's they're just part of the story. They're not the story. Yeah, I feel like the the it's a. No.
talking about how much we loved it. Uh, is there anything that you didn't like about it? Mm, not. I would be nitpicking. Yeah. I, I would want it to be longer. I can't really honestly give a good. I'd have to sit down and really think about it because I just finished watching it. And maybe watch it again to kind of. But yeah. honestly, it's almost perfect. For me. I mean, I think it's amazing. Uh, it. Okay, so I, I liked that it had a lot of mystery to it. Things that they referenced that it, the payoff didn't work for me. Like, um, the I feel like the Mallory, the Mallory Lamplighter story. It was in there very briefly. Yeah, I, I guess a, I a flashback would have been nice. To, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't want them to overdo it, but I, I needed just a little bit more. For me, I knew what happened. But the context of like, I'd like to see one of the original boys flashback, and maybe they'll do that in season two. And and you're right; it could have been simple as while she there's a scene where Mallory, the original creator of the boys, is talking to Billy Butcher, who's the new guy in yeah. charge of the boys. She's telling a story about Lamplighter and the past, and it would have been nice to just her still we'll talking, it. but just to yeah. show a quick because they did do a couple flashbacks um, in the show, so they could have just added that in there. Yeah. Um. And then the Edgar thing, I didn't. For me, I was like, "Why?" Yeah, and that could be a thing that the payoff's going to come in season two. Yeah, you know what like I mean. They, you know, like the whole time they kept they made Stillwell like the boss, but she really wasn't. But then they just randomly like they would randomly talk about Edgar, and like it even kind of made everyone uh, scared. It kind of made Homelander, which is like the Superman, back down, which. To me, it needed if he if he if he was that powerful, it needed a little bit more context. Yeah, we need like to the, know why. I like the guy that played him, but he was only in there thirty seconds, and like, I just needed to know why. He's like, in season two. It's confirmed he's in season two. So yeah. I think I think that will come out more, especially now that Madeline is maybe not going to be around in season two. Yikes! <laughs> but is it because you know part of me was like and maybe that's what they wanted maybe they wanted you to ask those questions is it because he controls the money that they all make or is it does he have powers that's true and i mean they did a good job of keeping enough mystery to where they didn't blow their wad in season one yeah i like that they did show that old doctor from uh, the past he's basically a german world war ii german scientist guy i like that now see the way they did those flashbacks like with him that was perfect Mm mm-hmm it was a few, like a minute or two. You didn't need much. You didn't even have to, a big, big, like lead up to it. They just showed it, and then you know, I just needed a little bit more of the Edgar thing. But again, these are, I'm just nitpicking. It, the show was great. <laughs> well, I wouldn't change. Good, uh, it. I wouldn't change would either. Change yeah, that's that's a good. That's, we were able to knock out quite a bit talking about that show. Y'all need to go watch it. Let us know what you think. Yeah, I'm, I really and, want to know what people think on this one. This one is important to me. Yeah, it, it's a good one. I agree. There's there hasn't been there's a lot that we don't really uh, you and I have two usually different opinions, which is good, and that's why I like talking to you. But this is one that I 100 yeah, we're agree both with. we're both all in on this one. I agree. Yeah. Finally, you see, you're coming to the light side. I like it. Well, we agreed that Spider Man wasn't as good as everybody said. And yeah. Then, yeah, well, you're starting to kind of you're starting to buy into what I'm saying. No. So that's well, there has to be something out there. There has to be something. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about this. Maybe this is what, is what we'll defer on. Um, a few weeks ago, we are talking about our Friday night fights, and a few weeks ago, uh, maybe a month ago, last week, 
or yes, last episode we talked about the past few weeks, but we had a really good one, an age-old question, uh, Batman versus Captain America. Let's wrap this episode with talking about that for a little bit. I mean, it's pretty simple. Batman is the man, but he can defeat anyone in the Justice League. He can probably defeat a lot of Marvel people, but he can't take Cap. Yeah. That's the one person he can't take. Because, and the only reason is because, and I'll give it to Batman, if Captain America was a normal human being like him, he takes him. But he can't. For me, it has to be. It's the same thing with like the Aquaman conversation. It has to be context. Like, does Batman know six months in advance that he's about to fight Steve Rogers? Because if he does, he wins. But see, Batman probably knows who Steve Rogers is already and has contingency for him in place. No, see, does he? But see, my thing is he doesn't. This is like Steve Rogers gets dropped in Gotham City. They fight. I feel like Batman knows everybody. He's got a file on everybody, though. In, right? in multi-dimensional worlds. Okay, if you're gonna, co- okay, so we're saying that Marvel's world and DC world obviously are two separate entities, and he gets yeah. dropped in. Yeah, I don't think he stands as much a chance. He would probably try to retreat once he realizes he's got abilities. And with six and then, months of planning, I say Batman wins. You easily. think? I don't think yeah. he even with six months planning. I, I mean, Jarvis, a computer matched. Jarvis, Iron Man's suit was able to match Iron Man fi- Iron, or Captain America's fighting style, and he still wasn't able to defeat Captain America. I say Batman wins with six months of planning. No way. Straight up because fight. what series is it where they actually have the Marvel DC and Batman? Can I say that Batman? To me, I take it as Batman conceding, but just saying, "Hey, we're not going to be able to beat each other." But that's basically Batman saying, I can't beat you, but I could probably defend myself from FIFA a little bit. So they stopped fighting each other. Well, Batman and Batman, Marvel versus DC, Batman and Superman, or Batman and Captain Cap. America fight. And they're on a rooftop and they're uh, going at it. And it's like an inner monologue with Batman. Batman says, or no, it's, an, it's he's talking to him. He They're par for par. They can't beat Captain America, can't overtake Batman. They can't counter each other. And Batman can't overtake Captain America. This fight goes on for an hour, let's say. And Batman tells him, hey man, we can do this all night, but you, Cap has the stamina. Like, even though Cap has the strength, Batman has the, you know, kind of the maneuverability that doesn't bother him. Yeah. Because it's not like Superman. He can't just, like, one-punch a building down. Even though he's, you know, he's still strong. But uh, he says, you you know, you have the stamina, you have the super soldier serum, you can outlast me. Like, I'm a human. Yeah. So you're going to win by that's default. That's why I think he could, that's, and that's overall why I think he could win if Batman yeah. didn't succeed early. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm just, that's, Batman even said that Captain America would win. But I just feel like Batman is one of those characters. I don't, what was Captain America's response to that? I don't recall. Don't they kind of just get together and stop the... Well, Captain America looks at it like, oh, this guy is a logical person. Uh, we should. There has to be something else going on. We and that's when work. they find out. We need yeah. to work together, yeah. Well, there you go. If Batman admitted it, then, I mean, I'm just saying. There you go. Cap wins all day. All right, have a good yeah. night, folks. It's, yeah, again, it's one of those situational things. Gotham City, six months of planning. Batman wins. Then Sanchez. I mean, he definitely does. I would take, I would give Batman, Batman could defeat anybody except 
Here's the he can, exceptions. He can not He can defeat Superman. I don't think. Th- I think there's some Omega level mutants he can't defeat. There's a couple. I don't think yeah. he could defeat people like Loki, Thanos, Zod. Yeah. Well, maybe Zod. Maybe he could defeat Thor. Zod. But like, I don't see him beating Thor. There's some. There's some top. We're talking top ten Marvel DC strength characters that he can't defeat. And however, Captain America is not a, a top ten in Marvel and strength, but that's just one of the guys he ain't beating. Yeah. It can he beat? Yeah, know. Batman. Or are you talking about Captain America? Can Captain America beat Superman? Then <laughs> there's no way. Yes, there's no way. <laughs> He's got his shield. I guess if he has Mjolnir. Yeah, yeah, because it's magic. Weakness, Superman's weakness is magic. Yeah. Ooh, you know what I'm sensing for our next Friday night fight this week? I'm sensing maybe. Spoiler alert, uh, Superman versus a uh, certain young boy who can transform himself into a powerful being. Oh, you're going to do DC, DC? Yeah, I'm sensing a Superman versus Shazam Friday Night Fright Light. Fright yeah. Light? Jesus, Friday Night. <laughs> yeah, I'm Friday in Night Fight. Ugh. I'm interested in that one because... Uh... It hasn't been like they did it in Kingdom Come, but it we'll wasn't... wait. We'll wait to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it. Uh, okay, yeah, we're circling the drain. We did yeah. what we came to do. We talked <laughs> about the boys. This great show that you need to go check out. And if you don't like it, hit us up. Yeah, we're online everywhere. So let us know what you think. And if you did like it, hit us up. Uh, we also still have the questions option open over on Anchor. So if you guys go over to Anchor, you guys can ask a question and. It will be aired. We have some old questions from uh, uh, some people that we know, and we're going to start putting some of those back on starting next week. So, yeah, if you have any, hit us up. I know Sloan said he had one that he was going to send in, so uh, we should be on the lookout for that. But, yeah. All right. Uh, Real quick, I wanted to give a shout-out to the Frisky Gent. He's one of our first-time listeners, and he always uh, has good commentary on our pages. Yeah, he's great. And says, what's up? Y'all need to go check him out. Uh, Shout-out, Frisky Gent. And, yeah, don't forget to validate your parking. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. Each week on Twitter, we post an update whenever we drop a new episode. So if you have Twitter... Find us and uh, retweet that. It would also help if you had Instagram to take a screenshot when you're listening to the episode and post it on your story and tag us. It, It could help us really get the word out there. So, again, thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next week.